just want to take a moment, though, just to reflect. Well, uh, this is a voice you've heard many times before. What we have built together over the past six years is the greatest movement in history because it is not about politics. It's about our love for this great country, America, and we're not going to let it fail. Okay, and this is why his supporters, some of whom still believe he should be president today, reacted to the announcement of his candidacy. He deserves another shot. The second election was rigged from him. Tremendous. Maybe we can correct all the things that Joe Biden's done wrong now. We had to do it once. Now we're going to get to do it again. Let's hop across to Washington, D.C. Um, so we were anticipating this time yesterday, Simon, that the announcement would come, and it did. It was slightly, for Donald Day Trump, a little low-key, I thought. Uh, yes, I mean, there were many commentators watching it that thought that he lacked energy. I mean, I think there were two distinct uh, pieces to the speech, and this is often true of Donald Trump's rhetoric. And that's the bit when he's reading off a teleprompter, which is not when he is at his most comfortable, and the bit when he he departs from the teleprompter and engages in vintage Trump, and that's when he is at his most comfortable. And and you could see that really clearly last night. The first part of the speech, he absolutely clung to the script. I mean, to the to the point where it seemed that someone had said to him, "Read this and do not depart from the text." But then, as the sixty-four minute speech advanced, more and more he departed from the prompter and uh, ad libbed and riffed. And it was in the later stages of the speech that his energy. Uh, started to pick up. I mean, I will make the point, Martin, that uh, it was a real split-screen experience last night uh, watching this. I mean, I had it up on my laptop and uh, on one window was looking at Washington elites and, uh, you know, pro-Democrat political observers all over the country decrying and laughing at Donald Trump. You know, is it over yet? How long is this going to go on for? And then they were all celebrating the the decision by Fox to pull out of the speech after uh, Donald Trump made his uh, big announcement that he's going to seek the presidency again in 2024. But meanwhile, if you watched the speech also via YouTube and saw this kind of tsunami of live commentary that was taking place by Trump loyalists, particularly on the live feed of the speech that Fox was providing over YouTube, uh, first of all, you realise that there are still large numbers of people out there that are absolutely loyal to Donald Trump, his cause and his message, um, but also uh, that there is a, a sense in which they stuck with him. The numbers watching those live feeds on YouTube, multiple live feeds, actually increased during the course of the speech and after Fox News pulled out. Uh, it was notable that uh, you could see those numbers uh, kick up again because yeah. television viewers didn't have access to it over Fox News on television so they were looking for places where they could see it elsewhere so i think that that just demonstrates that it is much too early to laugh donald trump off or to write him off this is someone who knows that he's got millions of core supporters and even if they are as joe biden always maintains a minority of republicans well the fever on their brow has spread i mean it was only in september that 61 percent of republicans 
Republican voters told pollsters they believed that Joe Biden was illegitimate in office, that the presidential election of 2020 had been fraudulent. And, you know, that is the heart of Trumpism, that anybody who wants to unseat him is going to have to confront. I wonder, are we looking at a scenario now, let us go with the theory that DeSantis is now the Republican front-runner, and probably because of the friction between the two men, they're not going to form a partnership. Um, so does Donald Trump run, if he gets rebuffed by the Republicans, does he run as an independent, do you think, in 24? Well, that's got to be a worry for them, hasn't it? I mean, this notion that Donald Trump could, if things did not go his way, uh, pack up all his troubles in, in his old kit bag and head off and go third party, because that would absolutely guarantee the Democrats uh, that the, that they would continue uh, to occupy the Oval Office. I mean, it is a sizable rump of support that Donald Trump currently has. Now, a lot can happen on the road between now and 2024, including, of course, Donald Trump's criminal indictment. Uh, I mean, this was a very dark speech that he made last night, uh, and nowhere darker than where he was talking about rooting out the festering corruption, as he put it, uh, the weaponization of the FBI and the Department of Justice. I'm a victim. At one point, he got his son, Eric, to stand up uh, and said that Eric Trump had had more subpoenas, you know, those orders legally compelling people to testify than any other American in history, more than Al Capone, more than a host of other uh, bad guys. And he absolutely uh, sounded like a man who was determined uh, to neuter uh, the independence of the FBI and the Department of Justice. There were other areas of the speech where he made his wannabe authoritarianism absolutely uh, clear in a second Trump administration. Drug dealers, we were told, will be executed the night of their criminal convictions in court. Uh, So he's got some pretty dark uh, plans uh, for the country, but that is red meat to his core supporters. And again, anyone that wants to take this nomination away from him, and Governor DeSantis, you are right, is now enjoying a more than double-digit lead over Donald Trump among Republicans who have been polled in four states, Iowa and New Hampshire, crucial battleground states, of course, in every presidential election, Uh, the Trump and DeSantis home state, the shared home state of Florida, and then also Georgia, where we're going to see that crucial runoff race in the Senate uh, in early December. Um, So DeSantis at the moment can be confident and he might be helped by the Department of Justice if they indict Donald Trump on criminal charges but equally that might only solidify Donald Trump's uh, supporters around him and encourage Donald Trump to portray himself as a martyr in the face of this weaponization of the FBI and the Department of Justice Uh, but as to any kind of understanding being forged between DeSantis and Trump much 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 too early for that I think both men are going to want to see how this plays out. We'll have plenty of time to talk about that theory won't we simon in the coming days thank you very much indeed for the update simon marks live for us in washington dc you have a good wednesday